Hallelujah. Yesterday we began the women's conference and it was very powerful. And I was excited that we didn't have any speaker from outside. Everybody that you heard is a product of this house. I thought you would celebrate the goodness of the Lord. When you go to some places, right from the pastor to the least, there is no sound doctrine. But in this house yesterday, we saw that everyone that the Lord is grooming is loaded with a sound word. Not a sound word for this house, but a sound word for the world. I was so excited. I felt so proud in the presence of the Lord. One day Paul says something. He said, if we will boast, our boasting is in the Lord. Yeah, it means that when you see the things that through you God is doing, you must boast in it. Yeah, when you go to the world, somebody can blow ganja and then... And then they'll be boasting in ganja. Praise the name of Jesus. Some people can... Some people can... Can, can go around and say, you see that girl, I, I, I slay her. You see that one to a conquer. You see that one to a conquer. Brother conquer. <laughs> Hallelujah. And they boost. Yeah, you know, uh, whichever town you go, I have a child there, I have a child here, I have a child here, I have a child here, I have a child here. Yeah, one man, he said, me, everywhere I go, I leave a trace. What a trace. What a trace liver. Uh, they don't know that all these things one day will catch up with them. So when I sat down and I heard you minister the gospel, you see, and that is why when sometimes people are playing with the things of God, I become very wild at them because they don't know that it is not about just them. It's about the destinies that are connected to them. See, so I become wild when people are joking with the things of God. Sometimes it breaks my heart that people will not understand that what they are doing is for their future tomorrow. Praise the name of Jesus. Today is Mother's Day. I want to take this opportunity to wish all the ladies a happy Mother's Day. Now and future mothers. I wish you all Mother's Day. Hallelujah. And I also want to take this opportunity to wish our first lady, my wife, a very blessed happy Mother's Day. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, today is one of the Sundays that I am blessed not to preach, but to be preached to. Amen. John 20 verse 17. When Jesus resurrected from the dead, Jesus sent a message. It's not only the message that I am interested in reading, but the career of the message. When Jesus resurrected from the dead, with amongst all his 12 disciples who were men, none of them was there to receive a message except a woman who was not even classified as part of the 12 disciples. Now, what that tells us is that if Jesus wants to send, if God wants to send a very special message, Sometimes he uses women. Yeah. yeah. When you look through the scriptures, you see that women always played a very pivotal and very vital role when it came to a delicate message. The reason being that women can keep things for a very long time. That is why when you have a warfare with a woman, be careful. Oh. They can keep it for decades. They will never forget. Hallelujah. Years to come. They will say that three years ago, you did the same thing. 14 years ago on Valentine's Day, you did the same. Hey! Something that we have for. And number two, women can dig into the past. <laughs> uh, we will not preach that message today. We'll preach that message another time. So there are certain delicate messages the Lord will only trust women to deliver it. So look at John chapter 20, verse 7. Jesus said unto her, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren, you see, and say unto them, I ascend unto my father, and your father, and to my God, and to your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she has seen the Lord. 
and that he has spoken these things unto her. Is it not powerful? Let's give a clap unto all the women. And so, ladies and gentlemen, there is a message from the Lord to the brethren of Jesus Christ. And today, the Lord has prepared our first lady to bring us that message. With a round of applause, let's welcome our first lady to come and deliver the message that Jesus had given unto her. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Is it not powerful? It is powerful. Let's pray. Let's close our eyes and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for bringing us into your presence, especially on today, Mother's Day. I pray in the name of Jesus, let your word work in us. Let it enter into our hearts and give us the grace, O Lord, that when we go, we will do it. I pray in the name of Jesus that you use me as a vessel to speak unto your people. We thank you, Lord, for this day. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. You can take your seats in heavenly places. And I also want to wish all the women a happy Mother's Day. Hallelujah. Either you are a mother now or you'll be a mother tomorrow. But you'll surely be a mother. Happy Mother's Day to you all. God bless you. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15. Can we please have it on the board? Can we all look at what it says? For though ye have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet have ye not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Can I have another, another rendition of it? Okay. Let's look at what this says. For even though you have 10,000 others to teach you about Christ, you have only one spiritual father. For I became your father in Christ Jesus when I preached the good news to you. Did you see it? This is Paul speaking unto the church he went to. And he said that we can have many instructors. Okay, sometimes you will listen to a message here or there. You can have other instructors, but I pray that you will go to good instructors. If you see that that instructor is not good, please, you, you move away from there. But he said that I have become a spiritual father to you. So we have one spiritual father in this house. And I want you to all be on your feet and help me celebrate our spiritual father. Papa Nikki, God bless you, man of God, the set man of God, the beauty of Holy Hill and the beauty of my life. God bless you. I appreciate you so much. And I thank you for this opportunity. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. I don't take you lightly. You see, that is why the Romans, like the Catholic Church, let me say the Catholic Church, when they saw that sometimes women don't honor priests, that is why they are the Roman fathers, they don't let them marry. Because you can be tempted to dishonor them. Because you think that, oh, I've seen all that I have to see. But that is not so. That is why they keep their priests from women. And they say, oh, my, the fathers must not marry. But we have a father in this house, and I honor him. I don't take him lightly. God bless you. Amen. The virtuous woman, hallelujah. Yesterday was fireworks. It was powerful. You should have been here, but I hope you listen online. But before I do so, let me appreciate my son, Newton. Congratulations to you. I missed it. It really hurt me so much, but I'll make it up to you. He's so dedicated. You see, now... 
You see that I handled the children's ministry, right? But from day one, he was the one handling children's ministry. When we started in their home, he would keep them in his room. And they would be screaming and jumping on his bed. (laughs) God bless you so much. And even when we came here, he was handling with me. Those of you who remember in the corner there, God bless you. I want you to know I love you so much. You, you carry a kind of my spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's zoom in. Proverbs chapter 31. Proverbs chapter 31. It's a scripture that looks like it is difficult to do. A lot of people want to run away from it because when they read it, they are like, ooh, this is too much. Either it is for the Old Testament people or... Uh, and see... I don't succumb to this modern women thing. It's not about that. And then this feminism, no, no Christian. Because what the world is teaching is bad about all that. So let's look at who the Proverbs 31 woman is supposed to be like. And if you're a man here, don't think that, oh, today is Mother's Day. The word doesn't look like it will be for me. It will be for you in helping you choosing the right woman. If you see that this woman don't have the Proverbs 31 things, you you have to check her out. Yes, you have to check her. If she's your wife too, you can just tell her that, you know what, this is what the Bible says and you need to work on that. And then you'll be, you know, and then you the woman to don't get angry. Father's Day will come. He will also get his portion. So please, please don't get angry. Hallelujah. We are going to take it one by one, one after the other, and we will dissect it and see how we can live this. This is the model God has given us. This is how he wants us to be like. He says, who can find a virtuous woman? This is the first question. It means that you must not be cheap. A Christian woman must not be cheap. You shouldn't be anywhere and everywhere. You should be an expensive woman. I'm not talking about wearing Gucci and um, what are the names? Visage, uh-huh, those, yes. I'm not talking about that one. But I'm talking about being an expensive woman in the area of your purity. We saw what Mama Chantel projected to us, right? When you are a virtuous woman, you should be expensive. See, when you are digging for gold and diamonds, they, you don't get it on the surface. You should ask Papa. When they, were, they, they travel into the bush, when they used to go, I would be praying. Because these are places, they enter into places where you can see dangerous animals, dangerous serpents. I remember one time he was in Liberia and I went there. The camp, the geology is like military. They sleep in tents just to look for gold. When they're they on the field, they look so dirty, they wear helmet. Nobody looks nice. That's why men do that job. You see, even though me, when I went to the University of Mines, I said I will not do that kind of engineering. That's why I went to study mathematics, so that I don't want to do those kind of digging. It's, you must be expensive. Expensive. Hallelujah. Because he says, your price is far above rubies. Why is it that today in our world, women are becoming so cheap? Don't be cheap. Don't be. See, the men we are with, trust me, a lot of women are here right now. We can, we can say, your, your, your control, you have control of, your, of yourself even more than a man. So why can't you help him out? But the moment he says, ah. But rather when they marry, that, that, one, that one is where they come and show that they are not cheap. When they marry, rather, that's when they are coming to show power. But when they are in the world, or when they are not married, sorry, when they are not married, they don't show they are strong. It shouldn't be so. Hallelujah. He says, your price is above rubies. Verse 2. And he says, the heart of a husband doeth safely trust in her. You should be trustworthy. Can someone trust you with money? 
Can someone trust you with a secret? Can someone tell you, let me tell you the secret? And then before they hear, it's out there. When they share their, something with you. Before you see me telling you something, it means that it's not necessary. Like, it doesn't really matter. If I have to tell you something about someone, it means that it, I don't, yeah. It's, there's no need putting it out there. It would be shameful for you to be called that, oh, I heard this, come and this person told me, let's call her. It's not nice. You should be trustworthy. Your husband should be able to trust you. And then men too, don't always put your trust in women. Don't be like Samson. You see, God has given you something. A lot of times, you see how Adam gave it. He gave his trust to the woman. And you saw that at the end of it, he lost it all. Now, when God came, he said, the woman. I'm sure something too told God that the woman. Don't put, be trustworthy. And if you're a man, look for a woman you can trust. Let your, your husband be able to trust you. And then, watch it. It's not only for wives now. Yesterday, I said that even though this message is like it's for wives, if even you are not married, you will be a wife in the future. Amen. Yes. So it's also even good for you. When, when I started my channel, I wanted to be teaching about or to be teaching to married people. And then the Holy Spirit told me that sometimes when people have entered, it's not easy to. It's when you are going in that we can really advise you. Because, see, it's difficult to advise a married person. There is no, nothing much that can be said. The only thing is, let me pray for you. Because I, I'm not the one to tell you, go and divorce you. No, I'm not going to be in the father's bad book. No. So when you are entering, it's when you have to make sure you make the right decision. Else, it will be you and your God. As for us, we will be with you. In prayers, in advice. So make the right decision now. Be someone who can be trusted. So that he will have no need of spoil. Hallelujah. Verse 3. She will do him good and not evil. My goodness, women can do evil. If you meet a, a, a Delilah... And that, see, the evil people, right? Those ones, the way their laps are shining. Look at Delilah. She will put Samson's head on his lap. Woohoo! And then you see, that is what anointed women, we have to learn. Use your, let your husband be comfortable on your laps. Don't let him go and be comfortable on a wicked woman out there. The, the way that we have, it's, everything is in the Bible. Is your, laps, is, is your husband able to freely put his, laps, his head on your laps and, you know, relax and be at peace? Comfortable. Let your heart, do him good. Do him good all the days of his life. You don't do him good, a wicked woman out there will snatch him and be doing him good. And that person is wicked, but he doesn't know. He will not know. And it's also an advice to men. You have to be careful. Because if women can't do you evil, Proverbs will not say it. Because she can do you evil. Hallelujah. One day, Papa said something. He said that it's not every hole that you need to enter in. It's an African proverb. If you understand, you understand. Hallelujah. Women can do you evil. Women can let you be swayed away from your anointed ordinance. When God has said to you, unto, like, do this, she can bring you the apple. And you too, because of her beauty, because of whatever you think you want to get, you just give in. Let's be wise. You see, Proverbs teaches us I am happy that Proverbs has 31 chapters. It's like one pill for every day. If we have 31 days, you... And you know the last words are very, very important. This is the last of, of, of Proverbs. 
It's very, very, very important. Women can do evil, but you are not that part. You are not, kind, you are not that kind of woman. You will do whoever comes your way. Do them good all the days of your life. Do them good with your words. Hallelujah. Can we move on to the next one? Verse 13. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. Someone who works willingly. Don't be lazy. It's because of laziness. That is why you are looking for money from a man and then he will not give it to you for free. Because if you, are, if you have your own money and a man brings you a gift of, let's say, let's say it's Valentine's Day and the man brings you what? Um, huh? Chocolate. You also give him chocolate. You don't give him something else. Yeah, because you are, you are, you are more expensive. Are you not expensive than a, a restaurant meal? Yeah. You are far more expensive than a restaurant meal, than any gift. If you, ha- if you are financially loaded, a man brings, buys a shirt for you. You buy a shirt and give it to him back. Don't give him anything else than that. Hallelujah. Is it a good word? It might look like these are physical things I'm talking about. But if you don't order, if you don't order your steps, it will take you to hell. Yeah, so don't take it trivial. No, she's talking about physical things. Uh, no, it's very, very important. Because what we do in our bodies is what God will judge us on. Hallelujah. The next one, verse, 30, uh, verse 14. She is like the merchant ships. She bringeth her food from afar. You are not afraid to go out there to bring something home. Hallelujah. You go out, you work. You see that, have you realized that men are afraid of women who are powerful and are, yeah. It does, but the, the, the bad thing is when women become powerful, they don't submit. That's the only thing. But it doesn't mean you shouldn't submit. All these things Bible is talking about is the virtuous woman. See, you the woman, you should know that you are very powerful. That's why in the first place it says that you, your worth is above rubies. Is how okay if I say I want to punish you, right? And I say that um, I'm putting, let's say I'm putting Dahlia, let me use LP Shana, I'm putting LP Shana under Pastor Solomon. And God said it was a punish, like you've done something wrong, I want to punish you. Like I'm putting you on timeout. Uh huh. Let's say I'm putting you on timeout. And your timeout is that Pastor Solomon will be your head. It means, it, if, it's not, if you are not powerful, it will not be a, power, a punishment. It's because you are powerful. Do, do you understand the ideology? Yeah. For it to be a punishment, it, it, doesn't, mean, the fact, it doesn't mean that because you were created second, but because you are powerful. Now, watch this. If you are to know good and evil by eating the fruit, you ate the fruit first. Before the man came, you already saw him uh, what am I seeing? By the time he came, you are already like, hey. you are seeing, but he's like coming. He's shaking everything. He's not seeing nothing. That is why, have you realized that women of the, of the same age with their male counterparts, the women are more wiser, advanced, than their, and mature than their male counterparts. Um, a woman can marry a man who is older than her 20 times. She will manage that man. That is how powerful you are. So you bring your food from afar. Don't call in. Me, I'm quiet, but I'm not soft. Like, yeah. Naturally, I'm quiet. It's my nature. Like, we have people who are, let's say, phlegmatic or melancholic, whatever. But does it mean that someone should sit on you? Me, you can't sit on me. No. I'm not talking about my husband, but I'm talking about if you meet me, on a normal day. Like, yeah. You see, that is how you should be like. When you go out in the world, you fight and bring your food from afar. From the merchants. Have you ever been in a busy market before? No, it's no joke there. Yeah. You have to fight for your own, else you go home hungry. Hallelujah. Verse 15. 
she rises also while it is yet night. At night, you work. Don't be lazy. I've said it already. You don't have to be lazy. You work and work even till the night. And she giveth meat to her household and portion to her maidens. So all these things, it means that you also need help. It It means you can't do it alone. So if people bring you help, also accept it. At home, maybe someone will help you. Here in America, like ever since we came here, is when I've lived alone by like me and my family. Always in Africa, we all know people will be helping you. You see, they, you, you will need help. And for you to be able to live peacefully with your maidens, some women can't live with other people. You are not a virtuous A virtuous woman will have maidens and you should be able to live with them in peace. And be able to wake up and give them meat. Some virtuous, in fact, they are not even virtuous women. Some women can't give their household meat. They are so stingy, so wicked, so calculated. It's like everything that comes from their hands is as if you are pulling something from their nose. Don't be stingy. You see, you give it meat to your household. Let people, when people are with you, let them feel at peace. Let them eat until they are too satisfied. Hallelujah. And then you give a portion to your, you are, you are, you have, you give freely to people below you. Amen. Can we move to the next one? She considered a field and buys it. She makes wise financial decisions. Wise financial decisions. You sit down, you organize yourself, you put your money, okay, this money I got, what will I use it for? She's buying important things. And she plants a vineyard. It means that you put something there that your children can come and then inherit. If one day, by the grace of God, my channel has really grown big, big and so we, so we can continue, Beulah can co- the boys can do it. That is what we are talking about. What are you doing? What are you putting there? LPG Mama is business. Her children can come and continue. Your business. Your children will continue it. Plant a vineyard. Plant a vineyard. Another way it also means that you teach the children that are coming up. Teach them in the ways. There are people that they are not downloading to the next generation. You cook, you do everything for them. The person is teenage, doesn't know how to do nothing. How would they be able to go and marry too? You are not planting something in them. You are not planting a vineyard in the next generation. We need to be able to plant a vineyard in the next generation. Teach your children how to do this so that when they marry, you, you see, one day someone told me that anytime you are training a child, train them as though you are presenting them for marriage in future. How would they be? Today, today, one woman of God said that she was doing counseling and then she realized that any time people come and they say, I can't, like it's an asset, I can't, no, I can't. Then you know that they're about to divorce. I can't, mom, I can't. Then you know that her. My mental health is troubled here. You know that trouble is coming. What are you downloading in the nation? People can't handle pressure because they, they were, a vineyard has not been planted in them. The moment they go and already we are teaching children that you can't rebuke them. So when they enter and the man said, hey, ah, no, I can't. And they are out. It shouldn't be so. Hallelujah. Verse 17. She gathered her loins with strength and strengthened her arms. You should be strong. Shouldn't be feeble like a vegetable. Strong woman. Oh my goodness. Did you see Minister Desiree yesterday? Ha! Pregnancy is not a sickness, so pregnancy is not a women are strong. My goodness, one day someone went to labor and said, Hey, you people are wicked. You don't tell us the truth. You people, 
When you come and you are jump like you will give birth, you they come, we are smiling, but uh, down there is uh uh-uh, it's not fun. A woman must be strong. You were strong from the beginning. That is why it is said that when premature babies are born, chances are if the child is a girl, she will stay. You have been strong from the beginning. Don't be weak now. Do you know that, I believe it's so, that women are a lot in the world than men, right? When the sperms are released, it's a lot of souls that are coming to fight to stay on earth. And that is why sex is very spiritual. Sex is very spiritual. The moment the release comes, that's a lot of souls. That one million sperm that you are seeing like that, it's a lot of souls. But how is it that women are a lot that means that they are fighting? They are making a headway. They are, they are, you are very strong, woman of God. And I celebrate you. So keep being strong in your arms. Hallelujah. Verse 18. She perceives that her merchant is good. And her candle does not go out at night. Now... This one, being perceiving that your merchant is good, I will twist it to, let's say, marriages. When you marry your husband and you know he is good, don't let your candle go out at night. Did you understand it, the married people? You did? Oh, it, 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 you didn't really understand. Oh, so she perceives that her merchant is good. She has married a good man, right? Your merchant is good. You have the opportunity to choose. When men come, please choose right. Choose a good merchant, right? Now, after you have, you've chosen the good merchant, or you've chosen the, is it right English? You've chosen the good merchant. Now, your candle must not go out at night. You don't get it. Yes. Yeah. You get it, right? Yeah. This one, we are not online, but someone, <laughs> Mr. Fori has a word that he says, do you get it? You say, if you don't get it, forget about it. <laughs> but um, that is not so. He means that at night, let your candle be up and doing for your husband. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do, do you get it? Yeah. See, that's why I always say them unmarried people, their candle is so up, catching the men. They, can't, they, are, left, they are lighting their candle like this. And your, your husband, the uh, men are watching. But you, when you marry, don't let your candle go out at night. Hallelujah. So it is as straightforward as that. Verse 19. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the staff. This one is talking about sewing, those times. It means that you can do something with your hands. What can you do with your hands? As a woman, there has to be something. At least cooking. At least. You should be able to cook for your family. Lay your hands to do something. What can you do? What can your, prou- what can your husband be proud of you for? Hallelujah. And then verse 20. She stretched out her hand to the poor. She is a giver. If a man, you are going to marry a woman who is not a giver, you are in trouble. That woman will siphon from you. You will not have any penny for your family behind. Don't be that woman. You capture the man for yourself. No. You should be freely given. You ask the man, have you given something to your mother? Can we do this for your... Be kind. Be kind to your husband's people. Most of the time, women are kind to their own people the more. But to their husband's people, they are like this. They They don't freely give. But you need to be kind. And she reached out her hands to the needy. Hallelujah. 
Let's look at Proverbs chapter 22, verse 9. We'll come back to this one. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 9. He that has a bountiful eye shall not be blessed. People who are greedy, they want to keep everything to themselves. They don't want to release for he giveth for he for he giveth of his bread to the poor you should be someone who gives freely just to buttress that point in proverbs 39 verse 20 hallelujah so can we please go back to proverbs chapter 31 verse 21 and let's see verse 21 31 21 she is not afraid of the snow for her household for all her household are clothed with scarlet. And this is talking about a woman's dressing. In snow time, who dresses like wearing bikini outside in snow time? Nobody does. That is how God expects you to cover up. In snow time. She says she's not afraid of the snow for her household. You are not afraid. There are some people when their children are going out. I wonder, did, did these people come out from a home where there is mother and father? You should be an example to your children. Your children should see. It doesn't mean that cover yourself up in roofing sheets. But you see, cover yourself nicely. And then for those who are single, if you are going for a date, for instance, this is a, I will not say this during second service because that one will be live. When you are going, you go night, let the person see Christ in you. And then you'll see the hope of glory in the future. And then you'll be like, no, this woman has glory. I will marry her. Hallelujah. But if you go and she sees the devil in you, she will eat, he will eat with you the apple. He will join you to eat the apple that night if he sees the devil in you. But if he sees Christ in you, which is the hope of glory, whoo, the next time you see is a proposal. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, I will. Hallelujah. Dress nicely, modestly. Dress to, to present Christ. Bible says that all, we, ha, we, are, we, are, we have the Lord to do all things, but not all things are expedient. Dress the way you want to be addressed. Verse 22. Verse 22. So did you see that the Proverbs 31 is not difficult for us to live it? It's not difficult. Is it for the only for the old time women? It's for us too. Hallelujah. Verse 22. She makes herself covering of tapestry. Tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. It means that you dress, you see, even though you cover yourself nicely, but you dress beautifully and in style. It's only, only, Christians that sometimes when they are going to church, they dress anyhow. No. Dress in purple. Those times, purple was very expensive. Royalty. God bless you, royalty couture. You can get anointed stuff from her. Dress in royalty couture. Let, let the person know that, yes, you are dressed in silk and purple. Don't dress as if you are going to the farm when you are going to church. When people are going for prom, and they are go one day we, when we went with Pastor Adams to that place, and we saw some birthday people, I'm like, do people dress like this here? They were wearing gown as if they were going for wedding, and they said it's one girl's, little girl's birthday. But when they are going to church, you should come and see them. Yes. With some shirt that is sweating like, no. 
A, a woman of God don't do that. You dress in silk and purple. Hallelujah. Verse 23. Verse 23. And then I would end here and Papa would take over and we'll continue during second service. Verse 23. Her husband is known in the gates. And this is something that single ladies have to be very careful. The man you are with, can he be known in the gates? Can he be known in the gates? Be careful who you choose. You see, the chasers will chase you, but God has given you the mandate to choose. After you choose, we put you under him. So be careful who you choose because he's going to represent you. He's going to be your head. He should be someone who can be known in the gates. Hallelujah. When the elder sits, he can be someone who, who, who is not always on, on drugs and doing certain things. You'll be surprised. Don't think that, oh, we are in church. You'll be surprised that this word might be for someone. You might be in church, but the person you are following, the person you are looking at online or something, is maybe a drug addict. You, might, you just might not know. Choose right. So that he can be able to be someone who can be known in the gates. And when the elders sit in the land, he can sit among them. Hallelujah. And then let me do the last one. Verse 24. Verse 24. She maketh fine linen and sells it and delivereth girdles unto the merchants. For someone to sell, you see, if you, are, if you know how to sell, you must be nice. Selling, you, you have to be nice. It's, it's called marketing, right? You, you knock on someone's door and then you're just nice. You're, even when you don't want to smile, you have to smile. That is how it is if you have to be someone who is able to sell. A woman should have nice attitude. Nice attitude. When people see you, they know you are mean from, from the, your face. Even before they talk to you, they know you are mean. That, that is not a virtuous woman. A woman who can sell. You see how Papa taught us that when we are going to preach the gospel, you are nice. You see people, you acknowledge the if you don't know, how can you sell the gospel to them? How can you tell them about Jesus? You can't. So you need to be able to be someone who can sell anything. So that you can have the blessing of selling. Because in every labor, there is profit. In every labor, there is profit. Bible says that when your ways are good, even you can be at peace with your enemies. Let me, let's look at that scripture. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. When a man's way pleases the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. When your way pleases the Lord, you can even sell to your enemies. What do you want? Is it not something you want from them and you go your way? You can be able to live with everybody and anybody. In church, when you are in a department, let's say two people are not nice, you should be able to flow with all of them and go your way. Yesterday, one of us said that you shouldn't, you shouldn't let someone take you to hell. Because two people are fighting, you, cho you choose a stand and be with. And then now, because of an argument that you don't know about, the Lord comes and you are not at peace with your neighbor and you miss it. What a mistake that would be. You should be able to be someone who can sell and make money from any merchant. In this world, we are not island. Look at that beautiful wedding that we had last Sunday. It was so beautiful, but if, if she was someone who is not able to sell with merchant, do you think she will get all the support and he will get... Oh, my goodness. God bless you, Mr. Williams. This man, this man can be in the cold 
um, grilling and doing things. Such a gentle giant. God bless you. See, you sow what you reap. You sow what you reap. One day someone asked me that, eh, if I'm doing my wedding, am I going to get all the support that I've been seeing? But for the sake of Christ, I didn't answer. But one thing I said in my heart, you are going to sow on that day what you have been. You reap what you have been sowing. When we finish, we'll all take our bags and leave you. Yeah. We'll all go because that is what we have been seeing you do. And we think it is good to do that too. You have to be able to be someone who flows with people. You flow, you fellowship with people. Hallelujah. God bless you. We will continue during the second service. Thank you so much, Papa, for this opportunity. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. If you have been blessed, come on, put your hands together for the Lord. What a word. What a powerful message. Hallelujah. All right, take your seat in heavenly places. Very powerful, practical message. How many have been blessed? It's very, very true. All the things that I told, I told you that God will always give a very special message through the voice of women. You know, a few things that she said that really, 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 really resonated with me. Very, very, very important. He says that, he said that, um, I added, added three pages of notes. See, I did three pages of notes. He said that when they are dating, they will not be expensive. But then when they marry, then they want to be expensive. It is foolishness. Yeah, it is foolishness. Many people don't know. You see, when they are dating, they will be cheap, 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 cheap. This one, and the moment the man sleeps with you, you are no more expensive to the man. Yeah. Who want to pay so much for a car that they have sat in? And enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. But then when they are now married, then they try to be expensive there. And so you see that there will always be trouble in the marriage. You see, don't do that. Be expensive rather. So that you can be purchased. Your value, let your value system go up. Many people don't like the truth in our days now. No, 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 no. You see, you said that when you marry, make your laps comfortable to your husband. Hallelujah. You see, it's all in the scriptures. We read it. This is not a strange message. Today we read the Bible. The woman of God read the Bible with us. When you marry, make your laps comfortable to your husband. Otherwise, Delilah will make her laps comfortable for him. And God made the head of man to be looking for comfortable laps. And man of God, you are really saying the truth. I'm not saying that go and misbehave if you are a man. Hallelujah. Yeah. You see? Said that do them good with your words. And also, she didn't add, but add this one. Do them good with your words and your body. Amen. Do them good. Your husband touch you. Hey, me, I don't like that. Me, I don't like that. Hey, sister, don't do that, oh. Like it. Tell a lady by your side, like it. That is why you married, like it. Praise the name of Jesus. Your husband touches your breast a little. Oh, what is this? What is this? Be there and say, what is this? What is this? You'll be there. Keep on saying, what is this? What is this? She says something in verse 15. That he said, don't segregate amongst your household. See, there are some women and some people who say, these are my children, they will eat the best food. These are my friends' children that they came. Give them something else. There are some women who do that. You know, they give people that are connected to them, they give them the best. Other people, they give them something else. One day, a certain man said to a certain, his wife, he said that, oh, 
the family is coming. Please cook nice food because they are coming. And then she said, no, when they come, we have to go and buy food for them from outside. She said, no, cook. It's a special day. The family is coming. And then the man left for the office. When he came, the woman had not done anything. The house was or whatever. And then the man said, okay, then when they come, we'll go and buy food. So the man went out, left. Few minutes later, there was a knock. What the woman was expecting was the man's family. Not knowing her mother, her father, her whole family that had traveled outside the country, had, re- had returned back to the country of their origin. And the man said that they should come home and have a feast before they go. Now the woman started crying. Why didn't you tell me that it is my mother and my father who is coming? He said, your family is my family. My family is your family. When you thought you were doing it against me, you ended up doing it against yourself. You see, when people are with you, let them, don't segregate. I mean, when people come around me, everybody enjoy. Let people feel good. How long are they going to stay with you? Why won't you give an impression? Praise the name of Jesus. You see, don't segregate. Hallelujah. And that is the reason why many, many, many young women can cook. We, 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 we are not hiding. Many young women can cook. And when you marry them every day, can we go to Old Charlie's? Let's go to McDonald's. Let's go to this. Let's go. Learn to cook. Learn to. Okay, we'll cook noodles. Praise the name of Jesus. Look at verse 16. Proverbs the 31, verse 16. Today is a very practical message. Proverbs 31, 16. Look at what he said. Look, he said that download, 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 download. And not only to listen, 12 years they should be able to cook. Amen. Look, she considered a field and buyed it with the fruit of her hands. And then she plants a hand. She plants a vineyard. A vineyard. Plant a vineyard. Download something into the children. Let there be a legacy that they can learn from. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. And then she also said, keep your... He said that don't let your candle go out by night. It means that keep intimacy lit. Yeah. Be ready anytime. Hey, tell somebody be ready anytime. Didn't Jesus say that? Didn't Jesus say that? Occupy till I come. Hey, hallelujah. Watch me. Didn't Jesus say that? You know not when the thief cometh. Oh, you people don't like the message. Did Jesus know? Hey, watch me, watch me, watch me. I follow me. Didn't Jesus say that the thief cometh by night? But he said, nobody know the hour that the son of man shall come. So be ready at all times. If you are a wife, be ready at all times. For you know not when your master will show up. Because the master can come any moment. Your husband will be lying down and the master will rise up. This is not a time to say that, you know, when the rapture is ready, you must be ready. Don't get ready. Tell a woman by your side, don't get ready, be ready. You don't like this message. You want me to talk to you about something else. Tell somebody, let, don't let your candle go out by night. That, verse 18, look at verse 18. Look at, put verse 18. She perceived that, look at that, she perceived that her merchandise is good. That is why the, the man came to buy it. Her candle goeth not out by night. Now here you are, now that we have bought the merchandise, your candle every night is going out. Don't let your candle go out. And you should have told me in the morning that and in the evening something, something. You should have be ready. Hey. Hallelujah. And then in verse 19, verse 19, verse 19. You can add this one to the verse 19. Look at verse 19. She laid her hands to the spindle. It means that learn some craft with your hand. 
As a woman, at least you must know how to sew a button. Just a button. Learn it. Hey. Your husband's button has removed. We should go and throw the shirt away. Hey. When you can just buy a pin, a needle, and then a small thread. And then solve this one. Here, is, here you are, your husband's, uh, this thing has been removed. And you, you don't know how to sew. Somebody say, she lays her hand to the spindle. Hallelujah. Maybe you should learn how to, you know, some small hairdo. The Lord gives you a baby girl every day. We are carrying this baby girl to the, the saloon. Learn, learn, learn. Do some three mesh. Me, I can't, me, I can't plate hell. I tell you. I tell you. <laughs> I can't play. Hey, watch me. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me end the woman's message here. Listen, I am the one that shaved my hair. I am the one that shaved my boy's hair. I have, anytime you see my hair cut, I cut it myself. Learn, so, learn how to polish a shoe. Learn how to polish a shoe. Praise the name of Jesus. How come you a woman, you don't even know how to iron? We give you a shirt to iron. By the time we come, the, the, the dress is not there again. Why? Because you took the iron very hot. Boom! Now the dress is a bent offering. The dress is a bent offering. Learn to do something with your... This one says that she layered her hands to the spindle. Learn to... And her hands hold that... What is this your hands doing? You, one, one day my, 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 my bishop said something. He said, learn to fry pancake. Pancake. And today, as for today, when you even go on YouTube, you should be able to learn to do something with these hands of yours. Not only painting your face and doing mascara. Hallelujah. Amen. And live at peace with everybody. Hallelujah. Don't be the reason why people, every time people, there are some people when they enter into a certain department, the, the people will start diminishing. Don't be the reason why people will not want to be at a place. Be the reason why everybody will want to be there. Is it not a very powerful message? Close your eyes. Say, Father, help me to be a Proverbs 31 woman and a Proverbs 31 man all my life. Can you pray for 30 seconds? Pray for 30 seconds. Pray for 30 seconds. Ask the Lord to help you. These things are not physical things. So these are very spiritual things. These are some of the things that will lead people to hell. Because it's the things that we do in our body. Father, we give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. All right. First service is coming to an end. Lift up an offering. I want you, if, if you, have, you are here, you have not sent a text message or a small seed to your mother after service, do that. Your mother has gone to be with the Lord. There is a mother figure in your life. There's a spiritual figure, figure in your life. Do that. Don't be like somebody who doesn't have any covering. You know. This morning when I was coming to church, I listed some women that I'll be sending seed to. Mothers and mother figures. See. Because when they say, oh, my son remembered me. Oh. My son-in-law remembered me. Oh. This made the Lord bless you. That is all Lord. Parental blessings, listen, parental blessings and spiritual blessings are prevailing blessings. One day I'll teach it. Me, you can never curse me because some words that have been spoken over me, when you say it, it swallows it up. You it, it will never work because we have applied the keys. So I want you to lift an offering. 
you are at loggerheads with your mother. It is mother's day. Take the opportunity to make peace. And my mother is a witch. We know that she is a witch, but thank God that she didn't eat you when you were a baby in her womb. She gave you the opportunity to come out. Hey, sister, when God was saying that honor your father and your mother, it wasn't because they had done something for you. Because when God was giving them that, when God was giving that word, they were all in the wilderness. And in the wilderness, father and mother and child were all being sponsored by the Lord himself. They were eating manna and they were eating quails. Nobody was working for it. So stop saying that my father didn't take care of me, my mother didn't take care of me. So I'm at loggerheads with them. You repeat it, you'll be surprised. Because whatever you don't let go, you will repeat it. Lift up an offering. You take this opportunity and say that I know that for a very long time we have never spoken, but I, I just want to tell you that I love you. Happy Mother's Day. Simple. Whether they reply or not, you have done your portion. Hey, if they curse you, it won't work. But here you are, you have already opened yourself up to them. So any words that they say, you see, Father, we thank you for the, 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 the opportunity to give. Please receive our offering in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Please drop it with joy. God bless you. Let's be on our feet. The Lord bless and keep you. The Lord empower and settle you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and cause his countenance to be upon you for good. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Let's take our prophetic declaration with long life, full of prosperity and sound health. Shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives? Amen.